Excessive decline Greed. in the dollar. Black Black Late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning. Good morning. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, your host this week. I'm here with Jarrett McKenzie. And DJ Barker. That's right. Jarrett was talking about all of his designations earlier. He's a he's a CFP and a AWS and what? Is that oh. not it? Oh, it's a it's a CWS. Okay. Yeah. You know I, what, I, guys? I, I I'm, I'm your new host this week, I'm Jarrett sorry. McKenzie. <laughs> Troy's this Jarrett, this Jarrett McKenzie. He's an AWS. Since <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say oh. that on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's you know, CWS. I'm trying to I'm trying just, to keep just up with for you. the week. Yeah, I'm working so, on this so third you, one. You really do. You got a certificate right. there, and and I think it's really going to be funny. Go ahead and read off what that says, Jared. A business grammar and proofreading specialist. Is business grammar different than just normal grammar? Let me defer to Kelly Lynn. She set this up. No, no. <laughs> generally not. I figured your answer to... was going to be no, huh? <laughs> uh, no. I reckon. <laughs> All right. I reckon. Either way, I, I just find the the humor in it personally. Hey, look, I you mean, gotta you hey, gotta pick up letters where awesome. you can. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. I know uh, Troy's and, making fun here, yeah, but congratulations, Troy. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. EJ's mad at me because I also impugned his designation. <laughs> right, the, you messed the up the one that CWS we both have. In the, I mean, come I on. Only, I only applied it to you. DJ, on the other hand, <laughs> is definitely a CWS, yes. right, DJ? That is correct. Thank you, Troy. How about that? Well, there you I go. got the thanks. That's right. All right, guys, um, enough of the foolishness. So the market is... Let's get serious. Uh, you know, the market been kicked around lately because of uh, all kind of things. And if I can find... A lot going on. Just keeps inching on up, about. though, huh? Yeah. It's, uh, day up, it, it, day down. You know what? Day up, day down. That's the one thing that has been common. 11.83% year-to-date. Through the taping of the show, mm-hmm. uh, information technology pulled back a little bit. Last week, I think it was up year-to-date 25 and a half. It's up only 24.99 at mm. the moment. Wow, what a big pullback in that yeah. stuff, huh? <laughs> Still leader for the year. Yeah, right? it definitely is. I uh, lost 20 basis points, or 0.2% this week. Um, but again, you know, it's just awesome to, to watch technology go. Uh, if you look at the uh, valuation on the market overall, it's one of the things that I watch pretty closely uh, we're price to earnings ratio 21 spot 46 when I came up here today. Long term uh, average 16.47. We're at about 30% premium to the long term average in the S&P 500. Now I've talked mm-hmm. a lot about why this mm-hmm. is. Obviously, there's a lot of expectations for growth. We had 15.5% uh, earnings growth in the first quarter, 9.6% uh, in the second quarter. Again, you know. Pretty awesome numbers. Sure. Uh, and the more that goes on, it, it does two things. Number one, it might stoke those expectations for future growth, but it mm-hmm. also, as those earnings grow, it actually corrects that valuation issue for a little bit. You know. Well, so that, yeah, and that begs the question then: how much further does it have to? You know, we're getting a lot of questions about things being right. at such a premium. Sure. And that's one of the things I try to explain to clients a lot of times is that can it's, it can catch up. Yeah, it seems very expensive because of the level at right. which we've come. Uh, but to your point, you know, the, 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 the more earnings that continue coming along right. and, the, and that relative health coming out of these companies will, con- I mean, I think there's still some room to sure. go. Sure. So Absolutely. if you th- 
think about it from this point of view. 11.83% year-to-date for the S&P 500 price increase. Mm-hmm. 15.5% plus 9.6% is going to overwhelm that number every single time, right? So while it's not just an addition problem, it's 15.5 times 1.096. You know, we get a pretty significant increase. It's uh, sure. it's more than the at its face value, you know, looking like, um, what would that be, 24%, 25% uh, while, while the overall S&P is up 1183. So you can see mm-hmm. earnings are catching up with the price, uh, but they're, they're not there yet. So anyway, uh, some interesting things in the news this week. Uh, obviously, uh, economics, probably the biggest thing that everybody's been watching is the FOMC monetary policy. Uh, Janet Yellen came out and told us that uh, while they didn't have an increase for us this week, uh, probably see four next year, maybe even one before the year end. Uh, If you look at uh, options implied probabilities, we're a little bit over 50% now in December 2017 for a rate increase, well over 50% for a rate increase in March Mm -hmm. of 2018. But the big news is, again, next month, October, they're going to start unwinding that balance sheet that we've talked so much about lately. Uh, the way they're going to do it is uh, starting, they're going to allow treasuries and, and uh, mortgage-backed securities or agency bonds uh, as well mm-hmm. roll off, meaning mature yep. and not be replaced. They've uh, capped it at about $6 billion per month. Um, every three months, they'll add more to that. They'll add $6 billion more mm-hmm. until they get to a total of $30 billion rolling off per month. Uh, and, you know, how does that measure up? Well, we had, when this whole, uh, when our recession started, the the uh, balance sheet of the Fed was about $800 billion. Now it's at 4.5, it's somewhere between 4.3, I think I've seen it reported, to $4.5 trillion. Mm-hmm. So significant increases. Yeah. It'll take a while to unwind this thing. Absolutely. So is that considered contractionary? I mean, as far as... Yeah, it's a tightening. Yeah, it is it's a tightening. tightening. Yeah, yeah, so <clears throat> it's... it's um, not the exact equivalent, but on par with an increase in interest rates. Right. It is a tightening, yeah. So, you know, the last time we saw some of this, what was it, late 15, mm-hmm. we saw a taper in the in the purchasing. Um, and the next thing you know, uh, they're calling that the market had a fit, and they called it the taper tantrum, right? <laughs> yeah. um, market did go down. That was, uh, that was late summer, early fall of... Uh, so 50, I believe it's who who might be or who might we expect to be the winners and losers of this new policy that the Fed appears to be moving towards? I mean, just generally speaking, maybe even sector wise and not individually, but yeah, you know. Well, if you that, saw what the market did immediately, it uh, it it, it um, judged that as a tightening policy. Mm-hmm. The market sold off by about 34, 35 basis points, which means it fell by 0.35 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, why this matters? Well, it it tends to uh, increase your cost of capital, especially those who have uh, levered up, meaning you know borrowed more money, and and uh, that's that's been pretty rampant. If you think about how many companies have actually borrowed and mm-hmm. then used the the capital from that borrowing to buy down their equity, they all kind of companies are buying back equity mm-hmm. these days, right? So uh, equity generally tends to be more expensive than debt in a, in a manner of a way to finance your business. So uh, as, you, as you have 
uh, a policy of tightening. The, the big fear is that it gets out of control and the long end of the yield curve, especially treasuries and mortgages, yeah. spike mm. higher. Yeah. Um, I think that it can be controlled, especially if they follow the policy that they've laid out. However, this has never been done. Mm-hmm. So there is a fear. Um, What's never been done exactly? Uh, the unwind of quantitative easing. That was mm-hmm. a, a new policy, and we haven't seen the, the Fed's balance sheet. So they've not even done this, this to a slight degree. Well, they've to done this it maybe point. to slight degrees, but never what we're looking at. This magnitude, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the volume. A, it's a, it's a pretty uh, impressive situation to have to deal with. Sure. I say impressive, and by that I mean a bit fearful. So, uh, you know, to sit on the sidelines and watch, that's one of the things that uh, that we want to make sure that the Fed gets right. And, you know, uh, we talk to Roger Tutterill around here all the time. One of the things that he says uh, is that uh, recoveries from recession do not die of old age. It's usually the Fed that kills them. And in past times, he's talking about interest rate policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we do have to think about that, you know, it's this could be – I mean, right now, I think it's a lot more important to be focused on the actions of the Fed. Sure. Uh, of that $6 billion they're going to roll off every month, $4 billion is going to be those uh, mortgages and, and uh, agency securities, meaning U.S. government agencies, maybe mm-hmm. Freddie, Fannie, those those kind of things. It's also uh, Federal Home Loan Bank. There's all kind of agency securities out there, and, and it's part of the balance sheet that the, the Fed has used to uh, – um, to manage those longer-term interest rates, you know, yeah. the, the interest rate that they – their overnight lending rate, which is the, the policy rate that they always talk about, is really just for that overnight, very short term. So um, uh, in this instance, it's it's something that's, uh, that's really important and something that's definitely to be watched. Uh, if you look at some of the other data this week, um, have a little bit of a wrinkle in – uh, the employment situation, we expected that due to the disruption from hurricanes. Uh, retail sales actually took a small step back in August as well, uh, fell 0.2%. Autos were the big drag. Uh, higher gasoline prices boosted uh, nominal retail sales at those gasoline stations and other retailers that sell gas, among other things. Um, industrial production was down a little bit. Uh, new residential construction was down. There was a bright spot in the middle of that, and it was that housing permits actually stepped up in uh, uh, in August relative to their year ago level. Um, but really, the the main interest there was uh, was Fed and its policy, and you know that's the big piece that we've been watching. So, uh, guys, we got a whole lot to cover today. Let's uh, take a quick break though, and uh, we'll come back with a dog of the week. Y'all stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. 
There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.